everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is time for another fantastic edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club. And one of our favorite authors, Kristen Higgins, is joining us. Her latest novel, Pack Up the Moon, which we oh. just absolutely love. Kristen, Hi, thanks Kristen. so much for being here. Hi. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here again. Oh, oh gosh. We love, we love your books. We loved, uh, oh, my gosh. What, what, what was it? Always the last one. Be before you. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Oh, you're just such a good writer. Um, thank you. <laughs> give people, because I don't know, this might be my favorite one yet pack up the moon it is it is it is incredible give people the setup of the book and then we have questions for you sure so this is the uh, a love story first of all Mm -hmm. um between josh and lauren they have just gotten married and been married about a year when she finds out that she has a terminal disease and She has to come to terms with that. Josh has to come to terms with that. And what she does, knowing that he will be totally lost without her, is she writes him a letter for each month of the first year of his widowhood and gives him a job in that letter to kind of push him out into the world and and kind of start bringing him back to life again. How did you get the idea for this story? Well, it's funny. I was um, I was actually finishing up Always the Last to Know, which was last summer's book, and it was winter time, and I was on Cape Cod on the beach, and it was frigid, frigid cold, and I was wearing you know my huge parka, and my dog was wearing his coat, and I was just hustling to get us inside so we didn't die, <laughs> <laughs> and I saw this man standing about two hundred yards away at the edge of the ocean and he was all by himself and he had like a puffer coat on and his hair was blowing he didn't have a hat on and I just thought to myself he looks like the loneliest man in the world and I want to write his story oh wow so I it sometimes you know there's just like a little raindrop um on a seed of an idea and that that was it so you know, grief is something that we all go through, whether it's a parent or a child or a sibling, a good friend mm-hmm. um, or a partner. And I I find that um, it's not something we talk about that well mm-hmm. as Americans, you know. Mm-hmm. Heaven has another angel or it's all yeah. in God's plan. And, you know, we want to put a positive spin on things because that's our national nature. And so what I wanted to do was show how you how you get through this grief because it's inevitable we're all going to experience it like as a nation we've lost over half a you know mm-hmm. half a million people right. to covid and um and it's been a rough a rough couple of years so I I think and what I've been hearing is I really needed to read this book mm-hmm. you know it it was so uplifting and it was funny and it was sad in parts and I had a good sob and you know and then a good laugh and I you know I'll never forget this book so 
I'm really hopeful that, you know, every reader will feel that good after finishing it. I, and we you know, felt this way. Yeah, oh, my and, gosh. And, and even I'm just kind of reading more about it. Um, if you're just joining us, we're with Kristen Higgins. The, her latest is Pack Up the Moon. Of course, love it that it's in trade paperback. <laughs> it's it's so good, Kristen. You're so good. And one of the people are saying it kind of reminds them of me before you. Yeah, which was sure. That was you know, such another- a powerful book. Right. Another beautiful love story with a different kind of happy ending. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, it both, both, um, well, I don't want to plot spoil me before you, but everyone's yeah. read it. So, you know, everyone's read it. There's been a movie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Both relationships end with a death. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that either of the surviving partners regret a minute of their lives with this person as hard and painful as it is, you know, you wouldn't change a thing because you had every minute possible. And I think another thing I tried to address in the book, because I'm maudlin and Hungarian and Catholic, (laughs) so I think about my own death all the time. Uh (laughs) Um, I think about like, how would I want to be in the final months? You know, what would I want to do? How would I want to be? How could I take care of my kids, my husband, my mom, you know, my sister, all the people that I love so much? And, you know, how could I be at peace with this? Because sometimes, you know, we all know a young person who died too soon. Sometimes they struggle and fight till the end, like experimental drugs and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, hell bent to leather, you know. I'll do anything to get a couple more days, but sometimes that becomes like the end of your life is just this frantic race back and forth to the hospital. Right. Um, so what Lauren decides to do is, you know, the the handwriting is on the wall. She knows how she will die. Mm-hmm. And she decides to really focus on the people around her and, and live this joyful life. So, in the first chapter, she writes to her, her late father, which is kind of her way of, of journaling and, and, you know, sharing her most intimate feelings. Um, and she says, you know, I can feel the end coming. I, I'm winding down. And this has been the, the happiest, most joyful year of my life. And you think, how can that be, though? You're dying. You're young. You're, you're in love. Yeah. And, you know, and I wanted to show how that can be. Because if you have a diagnosis like this, you do have a choice, mm-hmm, you know, right. and there's that line that Lauren and Josh used, like to say to each other in the book from the Shawshank Redemption, get busy living or get busy dying, Right. Yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, you know, it's, I think it's a little harder for Josh. He's so focused on finding a cure. He's mm-hmm. a man. He wants right. to fix things, you know, and it's... um in some ways a little bit easier for Lauren because she can feel the inevitable so much more. Whereas he's like, I'm not going to stop till we fix this. And she has to kind of pull him back and say, you know, I want you here with me, not on the phone with Johns Hopkins. You know, mm-hmm. I want you to be my husband right. in the time that we have left. Did you um, just go ahead? Oh, no, I was just going to ask Kristen, did you, you know, mm-hmm someone close to you that was going through the dying process? I mean, that you had someone to run this by or something? Um, I have lost, unfortunately, I have lost a couple of friends uh, too young to cancer. Mm -hmm. And um, 
And I also, my dad died when I was about Lauren's age. She's 20 when, okay. um, when her dad dies very suddenly. And, um, and I also <clears throat> lost my firstborn. So, um, mm. you know, I'm not a stranger to grief. Right. Yeah. And is anybody? No, you know, no, I mean, no 100%. Right? <laughs> Well, I, I what I was going to say is that one of the things that struck me, and I'm I'm kind of with you on the maudlin part, Kristen. I've mm-hmm. had loss, um, you know. I've had two nephews take their life by suicide at young ages, and you know, had a cancer diagnosis when I was 24. So I've always thought about death. I've read obituaries. I'm kind of mm-hmm. oddly not fascinated by but i do think about it and Mm -hmm. i thought the letter writing idea that lauren that she each month that she gives him a letter was so beautiful and so moving and i i think people are gonna read this book and they're gonna get ideas if this ever happens to them or give it as an idea and i think it's so wonderful Mm -hmm. yeah i hope they do you know i mean lauren has you know, there's no good way to, to lose somebody, but mm-hmm. she does have the knowledge that, you know, that, that she, she'll be done. She's not hit by a car, you know, yeah, and right. so she can prepare for it. And she doesn't just write letters to Joshua. She writes letters to her mom, her sister, her friend, her niece and nephew, um, you know, for milestones in their life. Because, I mean, I think more than any other book I've written, this book is just suffused with love. Yeah. You know, husband and wife, love, friend, family. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a real love story. And to see, um, to see how Josh gets through that first year with his wife guiding him, he is so grateful for that company, you know, because he really doesn't know what to do without her. Yeah. Um, and then Lauren tells her story backwards. Um, so, you know, we start with Lauren a few days before um, she goes to the hospital uh, for the last time. And then we go back in time. It's so because good. Because I, I wanted to tell her story in reverse that way because that way I get to end her story on a really happy note, too. Um, when she meets Joshua and thinks, He's the one. Mm-hmm. I've met the man I'm going to marry. And so, you know, her story ends on this note of hope and promise for a beautiful future. And so does Joshua's. Yes. You know? Yeah, it and really, he, oh, it really does. I don't know how you did it, Kristen. <laughs> I really, I mean, do you think writing, did you write this during the pandemic too? I, I started before. You did, okay. The pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I was in the middle of writing mm-hmm. it when, um, you know, I remember saying to my husband, I have a bad feeling about this virus, you mm-hmm. know, like in January or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, um, was, was in absolute the middle of it, of writing this story of a woman who dies from a chronic lung condition. Mm-hmm. And I thought, Oh my oh, God, boy. what have I done? You know? Right. And, um, <laughs> you know, this is terrible timing, but, then I thought, you know, as we got closer to publication date and we came out of the pandemic, I thought, this is a book everybody needs to read. Mm-hmm. We've all been, you know, in mourning and and 
closed in on ourselves and and worried and and kind of shut down in some ways you know we're we've just had so much to take care of our parents our our kids um you know distance learning and working from home and all the changes that we've had to make i think we all kind of like thought you know like buckle in and get get through this yeah and now that we're through it you can read this book and and just kind of have a nice cry, yes. have, you know, have some laugh and just kind of come back to normal in a way. Mm-hmm. I, I Thank found you it. for your book. Yeah, right. I mean, I found it. We just I found it. I, it couldn't have read, come at a better time. And I really feel that way. And in a way, I think, too, your book reading Pack Up the Moon um I'm not a big one for crying or whatever. Sometimes I need a book or a movie to let me cry (laughs) about something. And I feel like I let some of that stress of the last year out by reading this book. It it was so moving (laughs) that way, you know? Exactly. Exactly what I I was hoping, you know. And you're not the first person Mm -hmm. who said that to me, you know, that I I made it through the pandemic and then I just felt like kind of... (laughs) Breaking down. Yeah. You know, it's so refreshing to cry over fictional characters. It's so easy. It's so pure. You don't have to worry how your kids are doing when you're reading a sad book, you know? (laughs) Oh, the book is Pack Up Um, the Moon. Kristen Higgins, you have done it again and even better this time. And we have to say goodbye to you. Um, Okay. What's the next book? Is it right around the corner? uh, Next summer, Out of the Clear Blue Sky. We All will right. we will look forward to talking to you, if not right. sooner than that. Thank you so much for writing Thanks, amazing ladies. books. Absolutely. We've-